everybody welcome to living life uh, today's meditation is for tuesday september 17th commitment to god's word now we all know that king david had a very special relationship with the lord he was a man after god's own heart so he had a very good relationship with god but why was david so committed to god's word why would he turn to god's word well the context of our story today is that he was going through a season of trial and affliction in his life. And many of us, when we go through difficult times, that's a good question to ask. What do we turn to? We turn to our best friend. Maybe we turn to a parent, our mom or our dad. Uh, maybe we turn to ice cream, or we go take a long nap or a long walk. You know, we turn to a lot of things when we go through difficulty. But in today's meditation, we're going to see that if there's anything that we can turn to, is we can turn to God's Word, Word for wisdom. God's Word will give us all the guidance and all the direction we need to get through a difficult season in our life. So let's look at the scripture. We're in Psalm 119. Psalm 119, verses 57 through 72. You are my portion, Lord. I have promised to obey your words. I have sought your face with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statutes. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. Though the wicked bind me with ropes, I will not forget your law. At midnight I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. I am a friend to all who fear you, to all who follow your precepts. The earth is filled with your love, Lord. Teach me your decrees. Do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. Teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Commitment to God's Word. What does that mean? I think today for a lot of Christians, uh, they might assume commitment to God's Word means that we're committed to reading it. <laughs> you know, we're committed to getting up in the morning and uh, reading the Bible. Well, that's not what it means here. Commitment to God's Word literally means 
that David was committed to obeying it, that David was committed to fulfilling the words of the law. So when we say that we are committed to God's word, it doesn't mean we're committed to hearing it. It doesn't mean we're committed to reading it. It means we are committed to doing it. Yes. And um, what David was trying to say here is that he was committed to obeying God's word, obeying his law in the midst of the difficulties and the trials and the tribulations that he was going through. He had enemies. He had people that were against him. He had people that were saying things about him, that were doing things to him to undermine him. So he was uh, in a very difficult place. Maybe he was running on empty. He was discouraged. He was tired. He was beaten down. He was experiencing criticism and resistance. And in that situation, uh, sometimes as believers, as followers of God, uh, we get distracted and we forget to obey God's law. You know, we're, we're, we're hurt. We have resentment. Uh, we're focusing on our pain. We're focusing on ourselves. We're focusing on our suffering. So what David's trying to do here with us in this psalm is he's trying to remind us, encourage us, and exhort us that while we are going through the suffering, while we're experiencing resistance and criticism, while we're going through life's difficult journeys, that we have to stay committed to obeying God's law. And what is it that we have to obey God's law? Love your enemies. Forgive your enemies. You know, be fair and just to your neighbors, to forgive people. So I think that is very important. It's brilliant how it's written, but we must be careful to um, interpret it properly. The next thing that I wanted to men mention in this passage that we read is that God's word is a treasure and a jewel, you know, among everything that is going on in life. You know, many times in life, there's so much violence, there's so much fear, there's so much sin, there's so much um, injustice going on in the world, there's so much harm going on, that when we turn to God's word, we read his word, we live his word, we walk his word, we come to realize that God's word is a treasure and a jewel in this, you know, terrible world many times that we live in because of the violence. And David wants to remind us of that, that God's word is a jewel and it's a treasure and it's full of wisdom that we need. And then the final thing I want to say about this passage uh, where David is going through a time or a season of uh, difficulty and he's turning to God's word, he's obeying God's word. But this is what he asked for in the scripture that we read today. He asked from the Lord that he would have a teachable spirit. That he would have a teachable spirit. It's very important to keep in mind. You know, when we're experiencing difficulty, when we're experiencing difficult people, we may pray from the Lord, you know, Lord, you need to do something about my enemies. You know, Lord, you need to do something about... Uh, where the attacks are coming from. But what's important for our uh, lesson today is that, hey, we can more importantly ask the Lord, Lord, as I go through this affliction, as I go through this trial, as I go through this difficult time, Lord, would you give me a teachable spirit? Would you shape me? Would you mold me? 
Would you make me humble? And what does it mean to be a, a teachable spirit or a teachable person? Well, just think about a child in the classroom. A child in the classroom that has a teachable spirit with his teacher is a child that's listening. So you got to be listening to your teacher. Got to be listening to the Lord, right? You got to have both eyes open, right? A teachable child is a child that's not distracted and busy doing other stuff, you know, making pepper airplanes or talking or passing notes. That's what it means to have a teachable spirit. And then when the teacher challenges you, all right, students, now it's time for you to do the math problem. Now it's time to you, for you to do the writing project. Uh, a child with a teachable spirit, they're going to do the writing project. They're going to do the math problem. So we need to listen. We need to observe, you know, what the Lord is showing us. But then when the Lord tells us what to do, we need to be humble. And we got to take action. Teachable spirit. Very important. So let's close. You know, as we close in prayer today, I just want to remind you in, in love that when we go through a season of affliction or suffering, we sometimes feel that our life is taking a time out. You know, we feel like our life is on a detour. You know, before the trial comes, before the affliction comes, we feel that our life is on such a positive trajectory. God is doing good things. We're on a good road. And then all of a sudden there's like a trial and we think like, wait, 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 we're on a detour. We're going down the wrong road. I need to get back on the main road. But the fact of the matter, that's not true. That's not true. The suffering and the affliction is part of God's plan to shape us and to mold us. And that's why we need a teachable spirit. So let's pray. Lord God, right now we pray, uh, not so much for the situations that we're going through, because you know, Lord, what we're going through, but we pray for that teachable spirit. We pray, Lord God, that we would just open our hearts to you, humble ourselves, so you can shape us and mold us however, like, however you please, because you are the potter and we are the clay. So, Father, I pray for strength and encouragement for my brothers and sisters, and I also pray for joy, Lord God, and just walk with them, Lord, and the journey that they're in, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh uh -huh.